0: Welcome to Stock Twits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at Stock Twits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Stock Twits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Monday, May 17th, and stocks are mellow. Where did you see the market move today?
1: We got another back and forth day as stocks gyrated, but ultimately closed right around where they opened. Pretty quiet out there today. We've experienced an absolute chop fest this month. As it seems, the more traders I talk to, the more frustration I find. Overall, pretty quiet Monday, though. Crypto got crushed over the weekend after Elon's full-fledged assault on Bitcoin, bringing all cryptos down with it as Bitcoin's down about 25% in the last week, trading around 45 k at this time.
0: Speaking of Bitcoin, last week, Tesla suspended vehicle purchases With Bitcoin after seven weeks, as Elon cited its effect on the environment over the weekend, he began defending his position, suggesting that Tesla may have sold its Bitcoin holdings. Today, we heard Michael Burry, the legendary hedge fund manager who inspired the movie The Big Short, has begun shorting Tesla. Did Burry find his next big short? So it seems a tough week for Elon is only
1: getting tougher. Michael Burry became famous from the movie and book called The Big Short, as you mentioned, as he was one of the first investors to point out, as well as profit from the subprime mortgage crisis in 2008. So it seems he may be getting ready for a sequel as he's building a massive short position against Tesla, according to a filing with the SEC. He's amassed $534 million in put contracts. Now, we don't know the strike price, we don't know the expiration of the contracts or any details of that nature, but that is one massive trade he's got going on. He once tweeted that Tesla's reliance on regulatory credits to generate profits was a major red flag. He deleted this tweet shortly after. So it seems that's the basis or genesis of the trade thesis. If we take a look at the numbers, in this first quarter of this year, Tesla reported $518 million in sales of regulatory credits which they receive from government programs to support renewable energy. They then sell these credits to other automakers when they need credits to offset their own carbon footprint. So Tesla was inducted into the S&P 500 after they racked up four straight quarters of profitability where they made around 1.6 billion in regulatory credits during that time. They also had net income of 721 million in those four quarters. So it seems the regulatory credits were the difference makers in profitability there. They're facing some regulatory scrutiny in China as well as the U.S. after some high-profile vehicle crashes led to more and more negative publicity. Tesla stock has been under pressure lately. It's down around 35% off its January highs. We'll continue to watch whether or not that downward pressure is to continue.
0: Shake, we've got retail earnings this week. What do you expect to see from the big box retailers? So uh, let's
1: start with Walmart. Over the past couple of years, Walmart's been focused on shifting towards e-commerce and becoming more delivery friendly to keep up with the growth of Amazon. That's worked really well for the stock. So we want to see U.S. store growth stay pretty stagnant as they continue the digitization. Definitely want to continue to see massive online sales growth. We've seen a lot of buyback announcement this earnings season. Do they go that route? It seems the Walton family isn't looking to take on a greater ownership stake than the 50% levels they're currently at, for whatever reason that may be. So an accelerated buyback is looking very unlikely. What would be really great for the stock is taking a page out of Costco's book and announcing a massive one-time dividend. Any sort of additional return of capital to shareholders would be great for the stock in my opinion. Management lowballed expectations for this earnings release as they're expecting negative annual revenue growth for the first time in company history. An earnings miss on these low expectations would be very bad for the stock.
0: Tomorrow we'll see numbers from Home Depot and Walmart before the bell. Wednesday we'll get early earnings from Target. What are you watching during the next few days?
1: So let's go on to Home Depot here. Home Depot comes in with lofty expectations as the stock's just been on a tear. Up 30% in the last two months in a choppy market generally means they'll need a monster report to get rewarded as the stock's gained so much so quickly. They saw revenue and net income grow by double digits in the pandemic year of 2020 as millions of people began spending more money on home improvements. Like Walmart, they've been heavily investing in digital capabilities of the business to accommodate the demand surge we saw last year. They're hoping these capabilities continue to bring in customers even after the pandemics run its course. So from a numbers standpoint, we want to see sales to continue to grow at 20% or greater here. Okay. And what about Target on Wednesday? So targets at a similar disadvantageous standpoint as Walmart, as they'll be judged against last year's exceptionally strong figures. Because of their wide range of discretionary goods for sale, targets expected to get one of the biggest boosts from the stimulus checks we saw in January and March. This is a market-wide consistency we're seeing. The big focus is going to be the growth in e-commerce sales. In Q2 of 2020, they saw digital sales growth of 200% when the pandemic was fully underway at this point. They saw digital sales grow 118% in the final three months of last year. Year, as this is the area they're seeing the greatest g- growth clearly we want to see growth in sectors like apparel and home shopping as they've invested more to these areas in the past year they want to see kitchen goods and food items grow as well but not as drastically as the apparel and home shopping i just mentioned overall they're looking for revenue to grow around 11 anything above that will be a major win as the comparables to this quarter last year put forth a great challenge for the company
0: all righty shake well that's all we got for monday We'll see how those retailers report before the market opens tomorrow, but we'll be back tomorrow after hours. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com.